Welcome to the Tangled Angle and another podcast short. Term limits. Will this solve the problem of those who are elected to public office and who occupy these seats for decades, won't go home, won't move on, won't go back to their homes from their districts in their states, and allow other people with fresh ideas to serve in government? Will term limits solve this problem of the lifetime career politician? So many people through the years have wanted term limits for those elected to public office. Here in our state legislature, and also at the congressional level. Here in the state of Washington, there's no term limits for the governor, but yet many counties do have term limits for county commissioners and county executives. Congress, both the Senate and the House, have no term limits, but the President of the United States, thank you to the example of George Washington, our first president, and to the 22nd Amendment to the U.S. Constitution that instituted term limits for the President of the United States, which was ratified in 1951, limits the President to two terms. For years, this issue of term limits has been grappled with and discussed, debated, and brought up as the solution to limit the powers of these career politicians that stay in office for way too long, for decades, for a lifetime, and basically get so entrenched that nothing but death can remove them. Our own President Joe Biden has been in politics for 49 years, since 1973, and Nancy Pelosi has been in office starting at the California state level since 1987 for 35 years. This is way too long. It's not what our founders had in mind when they set up two-year terms for the House of Representatives and six-year terms for senators. In our nation's early history, running for public office was assumed and respected as a civic duty to God and to country, and those who ran for office and wanted to serve in this capacity were assumed to leave their business, leave their farms, leave their homes and their families for the two or six years needed to go to the halls of government and represent the citizens back home in their districts and their constitutional rights and be the voice of the people while laws of the land were being debated and issues of the day were being debated and discussed. And when the big issues facing our states and our nation needed to be addressed, it was assumed that these representatives from home would be there to discuss the issues. There were so very few laws back then, and as freedom from the tyrannical government of England was fresh in everyone's mind, and the heavy hand of the King of England was, they had just fought the Revolutionary War over this, they came to America and founded our nation upon the Constitution and the Bill of Rights to get away from a tyrannical government and the heavy hand of unrepresented government. Serving in the House or the Senate was never supposed to become a full-time job or a career, but through the centuries that we have been a nation, it has become so. We have wandered from the constitutional principles and our moorings of freedom into an administrative state. This largely came into be in the 1913, 1915, 
that era of the early 1900s when Franklin Delano Roosevelt was president and he instituted the New Deal and Social Security came into play and these federal programs became far-reaching and began the slide away from the Constitution. And now this administrative state runs our country and our state as unelected bureaucrats and state agency employees who sit in unelected positions of power buried deep in a myriad of state and federal agencies make the laws of the land. And these unelected, unaccountable bureaucrats make the rules and the code and they become judge, jury, and executioner for the law of the land now. They have full power, which the Congress and our own state legislature has handed over to these agencies. And when I say bureaucrats and state agencies, think Dr. Anthony Fallacy and the NIH, think the CDC, the National Education Association, the Washington State Education Association, the Public School Employees Teachers Unions, the Department of Ecology, the Environmental Protection Agency, the Department of Labor and Industries, the Food and Drug Administration, the Department of Agriculture, the Department of Transportation, the Departments of Health, Commerce, the Department of Corrections, the Department of Fish and Wildlife, the Department of Natural Resources, the Department of Revenue. All these departments are what make the rules that we now live under as a state and as a nation. And these are the people known as this administrative state that now make the rules that we live by. I sure Congress and our state legislature passes hundreds of laws each session, but these unelected bureaucrats remain in their positions for decades, carrying out their agendas and carrying out their desires unaccountable to the public. They collect large public pensions when they retire. So if term limits for those elected to office ever becomes the law of the land, this will not solve the problem of a large, bloated, money-hungry, power-grabbing government that steals our freedom and destroys our republic. Term limits for those who are elected will only solve a very small portion of the problem of those who are in government for a lifetime. The real solution and the real answer to preserving our republic would be to reinstate that any law or rule or tax or fee must be approved by those who are elected by the Congress or by a state house or by a state Senate and not these unelected bureaucrats. For President Joe Biden to just sign a piece of paper that says everybody that flies on an airplane has to wear a mask is part of this runaway government. He should have to run that by the Congress and it should come up to the, a vote of the Congress before something so wide sweeping can be put into a law of the land. Also, we need to have limits on the amount of time these bureaucrats can work for a state or federal agency. Let's have term limits into law for those who are elected, of course, if we want to do that, but also term limits for those who may serve in any capacity in a government agency. That would solve the problem of those who spend their entire careers getting a government paycheck and limit the powers for those who are supposed to be guarding our freedom. So yes, term limits might work, but that will be only solve a very small part of this problem. We need term limits for the bureaucrats who now work for our government. Term limits for those elected to office will only solve half the problem that we are facing as a nation and as a state. 
The other half of the problem is to have term limits for anybody who works at a state agency or who is an unelected bureaucrat, unelected and unaccountable to the voters.